Welcome to the Global Online Prayer Conference. I am Major Daughter. Wherever you are watching us from, this program is brought to you by Grace World. We are live from Rustenburg, South Africa. I want you to do something for me now. You go and hit that share button. You share with your friends. You share with your groups. Tell them that Major Daughter is live now. We are about to have an intercourse with the Word of God. An intercourse with the Word of God brings mighty deliverance. And that is just what is about to happen now. This is one meeting, one word, and one encounter that's going to change your lives forever. Go on, tell your friends, share on your groups. We are live, we are live. And you also send us messages. Tell us where you are watching us from. Tell us if the sound is okay where you are. Tell us if the, the picture is good where you are. Tell us where you are watching us from as you are hitting that share button. I'll give you a few moments to do that, and then we'll go straight to the word. Remember, this is one meeting, one word, one encounter that's going to change your lives forever. So don't you move from where you are. That's why we're bringing you this meeting from the comfort of your homes. You don't need to move anywhere. Whether you are inside your blankets or you are on your sofa or your couches, it doesn't matter where you are. Don't move. Just watch and sit back and let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Remember again, if you have just joined us, this is the Global Online Prayer Conference. And I am Major Daughter. This is one meeting, one word, and one encounter that's going to change your lives forever. Hallelujah. I want us to do something as you are... Um, Sharing with your friends and groups. We are going to go to the book of Psalms. The book of Samuel. Let's go to the book of Samuel rather. First Samuel chapter 12 verse 23. It says, as for me, the Lord forbid that I should sin against him by no longer praying for you. Instead, I will teach you what is good and write for you. To do. Can you see that this is the prophet? He says, God forbid that I should stop praying for you because whenever we stop praying for others, we are sinning. So I know you have sent in your prayer requests. And by the end of this program, we're going to take some time to pray. But here the word shows us that whenever we stop praying for others, we are sinning. So we are going to do the word of God. And pray for others and pray for you and pray with you. Joining our faith with yours. Hallelujah. Prayer is a ministry. It is not only asking God for something. But it is more than that. It is our responsibility to pray for others. Because whenever we stop praying for others, the Bible says we are sinning. So we've got to pray for others. We've got to pray for everybody, even before we pray for ourselves. And we should never stop doing that. So if you have not sent in your prayer requests, you can do that now. Somebody may be saying, oh, well, 
Why, why, why can't people just pray for themselves? Why do you, do you keep on sending um, prayer requests everywhere and this and that? No, sir. The Bible admonishes us to pray for others. So what we are doing is just the scripture. If you have just joined us, welcome. This is the global online prayer conference with Major Daughter. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of First Timothy. Chapter 2. And I'm just going to read verse 1 and 2. It says, First, I tell you to pray for all people, asking God for what they need and being thankful to Him. Pray for rulers and for all who have authority so that we can have a quiet and peaceful lives full of worship and respect for God. Can you hear that? First Timothy chapter 2. I read verse 1 and 2. It says, first, you've got to pray for all people. It says, pray. There are things that are first things with God. And today I endeavor to show you one way, a sure way of receiving answers to your prayers Every time you pray, there is a sure way. There is a sure way of receiving answers whenever you pray. Whenever you pray, you must receive answers. When I pray, I receive answers. I do not have a record of unanswered prayers. I do not have such a record. Why? Because I know, I have discovered the sure way, the, the quickest way of receiving answers. You've got to pray the right way first. Which one is the right way? Which one is the right way of praying? There's a, there's a right order of praying. Let's check it again. It says, first, I tell you to pray for all people. Asking God for what they need and being thankful to him. Pray for rulers. And for all who have authority so that we may have quiet and peaceful lives. Can you see that? He says, pray for all people. There's an order that we should follow. There's a, there's a rule, there's a model of prayer. We should pray first for all people. Can you see that? He says, he says, pray for all people and then pray for rulers. Pray for those in government. Pray for those in authority. Pray for those in positions of authority. Why? He tells us, he says, so that we may have Peaceful lives. We may lead peaceful lives because if we do not pray for them, we live in chaotic societies. Hallelujah. So first things first. Prayer should be made not for ourselves, but for others. That is the sure way of receiving answers to your prayer. You start first by praying for others before you. Well, you have others who will say, Oh, my family is experiencing a lot of challenges. So I, I cannot afford to be praying for other people right now. I've got to be praying for myself. There's nothing wrong with that. But as you pray for those members of your family that are experiencing problems, you've got to pray for others. So it should not be that is your family first. Yourself first, your business first, your marriage first, 
First things, they start with others. Even in prayer, we must put others first before we put ourselves. That's a challenge. This is a challenge that God is calling us to. Put others first in, in your prayer and in everything. That is the order. That is the sure way, the sure way, the, the quickest way of receiving answers. Whenever you start with yourself, you are already shortchanging yourself. We need to follow this order. This is the right order. Okay, what if we are praying for those in positions of power? Because he says, first you should pray for all people. And then pray for rulers. Rulers, it will be those in positions of power. Those in government. The presidents of our nations. So, what if we are praying and we still see chaos in our nations? What if we are praying and we still see so many things happening in our nations that are not going according to our prayers? We should continue praying. Because the Bible says, as we do that, we will ensure that we lead peaceful and quiet lives. Look, if we do not pray, things will get worse. Remember, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Whenever you stop praying, things stop happening. So whenever we pray, we bring our rulers, our leaders to God. Brothers and sisters, wherever you are watching from, We've got to go back to that age of being a kneeling generation where we will kneel for our leaders, where we will kneel for our societies, we will kneel for our communities, our states, our province, our countries. He says, I have set watchmen upon your walls. We are watchmen. If you are a watchman, you've got to be watching over that city. You've got to be watching over your country. How? Through prayer. That is why he says first thing first. Pray for all people. Pray for those who are rulers. Pray for those in positions of power. Pray for those in government. Pray for them politicians. Put them in prayers. Watch over the country. Watch over the city. Watch over where you live. Through prayer. We are watchmen. Sat on the walls. If you are not praying, you are not watching. If you are not praying, you are not doing your job. Prayer is a ministry given to every believer. If you are born again, you've been given the ministry of prayer. You should intercede and, and pray and commission God for your city, for your nation, for your state, for your province. And stop complaining. Why? Because if you do not do this, one, we will not have peace. He says, we should pray like this so that we may lead peaceful lives. Some of us are already doing this, but it's not enough. Some of us are not doing it at all. Do you want to have your own prayers answered? Start with praying for your city. Start with praying for your country. Start with praying for your state. As we speak, remember the things that are happening and going on in your country, in your government. Bring it to God. First things first. I said, this is a sure way of receiving prayer. 
of receiving answers to your prayer is the quickest way. If you will not do this, things will not change. If you will not do this, things will go another way. Pray. What if you are having some challenges in your in your marriage? What if you're having challenges in your in your life, challenges in your relationship? What if your children are experiencing some challenges? Listen to me. First things first. Start praying for other people. Start putting other people first in prayer. And see what God will do in your life. I've seen this happen in my life. Most of the time, there'll be a lot that is going on. And I'll just decide. I'm just going to forget about what is happening for now. And pray. Pray for others. Pray for the country. Pray for our leaders. And in no time, things will just change. Things There will just be a turnaround like that. Why? I put... Those things that God calls first, first. There's a first in God. There's a first in prayer. And you've got to discover that and apply it. Things cannot just happen anyhow in your country and you are quiet. Brothers and sisters, This scripture is more relevant now than ever before. Because let me tell you, it is no longer going to be business as usual in our countries. It's no longer going to be business as usual in our communities, in our government. So Christians must hit the floor and pray. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how wealthy you are. If there's no peace, and stability in that country, you will live like the rest of us. It doesn't matter how well you are doing. If there's no peace and stability in that country, you won't enjoy what you have. If the crime is escalating, you won't enjoy what you have. That is why I'm calling on you to go on your knees and pray for your nations and pray for your cities. And pray for your states. Pray for all peoples. Pray for those in leaderships. Pray for leaders of unions. Pray for members of parliament. Pray for those in the security force. You pray. You bring them to God. From the national level. To the provincial level. The state level. To the local government. We've got to bring them to the Lord in prayer. If we do not do that. We will not live peaceful lives. We will not live quiet lives. It says, if you will pray like this, we will live peaceful lives. And it is Christians that can do this. Let's go to the book of Romans, chapter 13. Romans 13 verse 1 says, Obey the government. For God is the one who has put it there. There is no government anywhere that God has not placed in power. Wow. Can you see that? It says, Obey the government. 
For God is the one that has put it there. There is, he says, there is no government that God has not put in power. Every government that is in power, whether you like it or not, God approved for that government to be there. That's it in the scripture there. That means God influenced the elections. That means God influenced the, the elected officials. That means God can influence our elections. He can influence, he can decide which party goes to parliament. He can decide which party will rule the nation or govern the nation. Can you see that? He says, obey the government for God is the one who has put it there. Every government that there is, God put it there. How does God do it? This is what we must find out. He do it through us when we pray. Imagine if we do not pray. When we pray, we channel how things should go. Every government is put there by God. Every official that is there, good or bad, God put them there. God has given them a chance. By the way, God can use even sinful people to do his will. God can use anyone to do his will. So, you see, that is why it is critical for us to pray for those in government. God has placed authority over the land, over the earth. Just as there's authority in the church, there's authority over the land. And that authority over the land, it must be approved by God. So when we pray, when we have elections coming up in our, in our, in our, in our nations, just like there's uh, elections coming up in other nations, you can influence those elections through your prayers. You can go on your, on your knees, gather with some few fellows and begin to pray. That leaders who have the interest of, of the country at heart may be elected. The day we stop doing that, we'll have just about any results. The day we stop petitioning God, God calls us. He says, come, let us reason together. Come, plead with me. Tell me why things should be like this. How do you do that except through prayer? The government that is there today is there because God put it there. And he expects you, my friend, to respect that government. He expects you, my friend, to honor that government. Not only that, to also pray for that government. Why? Because no government can be established without God's yes. We just saw it. I want to show you something else. Let's go to the book of um, Proverbs. Remember, this is one meeting, one encounter, and one word. That will change your lives forever. You just need to know this. Look, when you pray for your nation, you won't need to be running up and down. When you stop praying for your nation, when things get bad, you need to start running and looking for where to go. I said to you earlier on, if you do not apply this scripture and use this scripture now, because it is more it's more relevant than ever before. It is more needed than ever before. If we do not, if we do not use it, if we, we forget about it, 
and we do not pray, we'll find ourselves looking for greener pastures somewhere. God said to Isaac, sojourn in that land. There was famine in the land. Everybody was moving out. Everybody was going away. Successful people do not run away when there are problems. It's only negative people that run away when there are problems. Successful people, when there are problems, they look for solutions and solve the problems. They become problem solvers. When there's trouble in your nation, it's not time to run. It's time to seek the face of God. So that God may reveal to you what ought to be done. It's not time to pack your suitcase. Where are you going? Who must sort out the mess that is there? Remember, successful people do not run away. They bring solutions. They are problem solvers. Haters, all they know is to criticize. They bring others down. They will tell you how bad the government is. They will tell you how bad the politicians are. But they never bring themselves up. Which one are you? You, my friend. Are you listening to me? If we do not pray, we'll find ourselves looking for greener pastures. Oh, there's trouble. There's a trouble in the country. There's trouble everywhere. There's disaster everywhere. Listen, there are seasons and times in the world. Different seasons come and go. One season cannot stay there forever. A change will come. But we can quicken the change in our prayers. When we go on our knees and begin to pray, we can quicken the change. We can bring the change faster. But no season can be there forever. That's why I'm saying to you, sojourn, sojourn in that land. Don't say, okay, let me go look for some opportunities in Canada, in Australia. That is good. But if you are running away from some problems in the country, that is your problem. You, you've got to be a problem solver. You've got to be the one bringing solutions. God is looking for a man who will stand in the gap for the nation. Not only through prayer, but also bring solutions. Solve the problems that are there. 